he exploded anyway. I knew what was coming. His rage was a runaway train. I had to decide whether to let him have me right away, or try to escape and chance angering him further. I decided to risk it and run. But he chased me to the stairs and trapped me so that my back was against the stairwell wall. My breath caught. I covered my face with my arms. Please don't hurt me. There was nobody I could ask for help, so I asked him, the most powerful person I knew. Please, no, I said. Please, no. He raised his right arm. I didn't know how hard the impact would be or how much it would hurt this time, but I knew his hands. They were dry and rough and meaty. I was afraid I would break and shatter when he put them on me. I braced for what came next. My body hardened, my muscles tensed and tightened, even as my mind shut down. Time suspended. Then it was over. He was spent, and there'd be no more yelling or hitting. Afterward, it was still and quiet, like a heavy blanket of snow falling in the pre-dawn while the neighborhood sleeps. Because afterward, when he was ashamed, he would never bother me. Occasionally, I went and found my mother, propped up on pillows in their bedroom, grading a stack of papers. She wore a satiny bathrobe and had tortoiseshell combs pushing back the feathery wings of her brown hair and slept under a sunflower gold comforter. There was no need to explain. She couldn't change him, but scratching my back with her long oval nails, she'd read to me. Other times, she was nowhere to be found, and so I'd take refuge in my room. I'd shut the door and wrap my arms around my body, hugging my knees to my chest and comforting myself in bed with my books and stuffed animals. My father's words hurt even worse than the hitting, because words lasted long after the marks faded. They lasted forever. Bitch, which meant I was a bad girl, the worst girl. Jap, which meant I was a spoiled brat. Cunt. I didn't know what that one meant, only that it was the C word and had to do with my vagina and made me feel dirty. I was a stupid piece of shit, he told me. I was rude, inconsiderate, selfish, self-centered. I was a liar. On those very worst days, my mother had her share of cruel words for me, too. I was a naughty girl. I always thought I was right. I never listened. She said I'd been cruising for a bruising. She said I was too much trouble, more trouble than I was worth. Good for nothing. My mother didn't hit me, but she didn't know how to protect me either. Instead, she warned me, you have it coming. Or she wouldn't say anything, and that was supposed to be sympathy, but it was nothing close to enough. The summer before I started second grade, my mother landed a job as a reading teacher in a school district on the south shore of Long Island. We went shopping for a new house so she wouldn't have to commute. Every few years we move, my mother said, sighing, on the way to meet the real estate agent. We'd left Centerport in Long Island's Suffolk County and the house where I'd lived as a baby, after swastikas were spray-painted on our mailbox. In Plainview, a suburban town in Nassau County, 20 minutes closer to New York City and with plenty of Jewish families, I had a big room with yellow wallpaper and a window facing the street. 
This will be our fourth time, my father added. He smiled. Like the Jeffersons, we were moving on up. My parents' first apartment together had been in Lefrak City, Queens. Then they'd moved all the way out to Stony Brook on eastern Long Island, then Centerport, then Plainview. And now, if they got this house to Rockville Center, a town of hardworking Catholics and Jews and Protestants with nationally ranked public schools, a 15-minute drive from Jones Beach. Our last one, I hope, my mother said. My parents were holding hands as my father drove. My brother Josh and I sat side by side in the back seat. Our older brother, Mark, was away at tennis camp and didn't know we were moving. They sang along to the radio. Moving meant a clean slate, new neighbors, and another chance to be the kind of family my parents wanted to be. They would try harder. They would get along. They loved each other, didn't they?